Two Foe Podcast. If it's your first time listening, I'm Nick, a.k.a. 24. That's my stage name. You can call me Nick. You can call me 24. also make music. Uh, that was a little snippet, snippet of my uh, one of my songs that I produced. I made the beat and everything. Lyrics, sang it, performed it uh, about a year ago to my second project, Music. I also made a project called Perspective as well. You can check those out on SoundCloud under 24. It's spelled T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number four, well, space, number four, O-U-R. So the four kind of looks like an F in a way. So I made it an F. And it's also the same four. So, yeah. Super sweet. Yeah, you can check that out on SoundCloud. However, um, also you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram on Nick, a.k.a. 24, as in the numbers, 24. Um, but yeah, I want to get right into something here. Um, it was a busy weekend for me. I um, had a bachelor party for my good friend, Jeff. Um, I went on a marketing tour with him for about four months, me, him, and a couple other people we went on tour with so obviously that's like a tour family that we had and I went to like his low-key bachelor party which I was happy to be there um he's the type of guy he's like an old school hip-hop guy he's from Chicago grew up there one of the biggest genetic freaks I know personally like his calf is bigger than my thigh naturally pretty much I mean he played like college football but like he has to be around 40 years old and like my man is jacked but he's also like a theater guy so he's like does acting and stuff too and like he's just one of the coolest guys I know but when I went there uh he's one of those people I was just like if you come to my house for a party you're gonna eat you're gonna be full so he was on the grill making these fire ribs. Fat, 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 fire ribs. That's like Austin Power. Oh, my baby, 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 back, baby, back ribs. Jenny, baby, back ribs. <laughs> um, but that was that was cool, but. What I want to get to about that is, so shout out Jeff, is that one of his work friends, okay, came to the function where people are going to be. He came to the function with a wrinkled shirt on. 
my man rummaged through his drawer or hamper, picked a shirt out, and the one he picked was wrinkled. He put it on, probably looked at himself in the mirror, said, good to go. Walked out the door with the wrinkled shirt on. Number one, after you clean your clothes, fold your clothes or hang them up. That's number one. Number two, if your shirt is extremely wrinkled. Now, if we have one crease or something like that, still fix it, but you can get away with it sometime. But this is like a full-blown tie-dye, like you were doing tie-dye. You put the shirt in a ball, and then you rubber band it up, and then you released it, and then you put it on type stuff he showed up to the function with a wrinkled shirt uh does he own an iron i don't know steamer i don't know probably not either way don't walk out of the house with a wrinkled shirt there is never a time where is where it is acceptable to walk out into the world with a wrinkled shirt. Sometimes it's simple. One plus one equals two. But in today's world, sometimes people think that one plus one equals one. Sometimes. So I'm sitting there looking at this man's shirt. I'm enjoying my ribs. Talking to some friends. And his wrinkled shirt kept on getting into like my periphs. You know what I'm saying? Like grabbing my attention. So the ribs were fire, but like I was eating the ribs and they just weren't as good. Just cause for the fact that my man's wrinkled shirt was in my peripheries. And on top of that, it was a bunch of guys there, obviously. And for this bachelor party, which was more just like a hangout. We started talking about sports, and he brought his homie <clears throat> to the function. Wrinkled shirt boy brought his homie to the function. I might have to call this podcast that. Wrinkled shirt boy brings his homie to the function. And if my man has a wrinkled shirt, you can only imagine what type of dudes he hangs out with okay so we start talking about sports and this this cat this friend of the wrinkle shirt boy he's the type of person that like talks sports but doesn't know shit about sports and of course i'm talking basketball okay that's what I know. I could be wrong on football. I'm pretty. I'm alright at football. Pretty good, I would say. Hockey, meh. I used to know when I was growing up. Played hockey for six years, but not really anymore. I, I. NHL playoffs are on. Don't care. Okay. Baseball, no idea what I'm talking about. Basketball, know what I'm talking about. 
so basically, um, he probably likes Andre Drummond. We did not discuss it, but he, if he has a friend with a wrinkled shirt out in public, he's a fan of Andre Drummond. I could probably put everything I have on it. So his point was, he brought, and he was passionate too. Not just we chilling, we just talking a little bit, but he comes out with NBA at, NBA players and athletes in general get way overpaid. Pause. Compared to who? Number one. Are there other people that should be paid more, such as teachers, law enforcement, firefighters, public servants? Yes. Those people should be paid more. But does that mean that athletes should be paid less? Because in my opinion, you get what you generate. Okay? Kobe Bryant was not statistically Kobe Bryant when they gave him a two-year $20 million deal, two years $40 million deal at the end of his career. But people came to watch Kobe Bryant. People came to watch entertainment. Their job is not to produce stats, it's to entertain. That's what they get paid for. And the best people that have the best stats who are usually are more entertaining, get paid the most. I think that's a miscon- misconception about people. Sports are entertainment, okay? Not once in the whole entire argument did he talk about owners getting paid too much, okay? And I understand that this that Detroit documentary about the Eliches and how they built the stadium and they promised to uplift Detroit and build all this stuff and never did it and only blah, 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 yeah. That's not a perfect system, okay? I understand that. They should pay for their own stadiums because they make the money. And they say, oh, yeah, the surrounding areas, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? When you put an NBA stadium and a hockey stadium next to two other stadiums, does it really help out the surrounding areas? How much, really, you know? It's like it was already going up. Does it really help that much more? I don't know. I don't know the stats. I don't know enough about it. But my point is, for the why is that the player's fault? That's not the player's fault. Owners give them a contract. They sign the contract. They get paid. Why is it a player's, a professional athlete's fault for accepting what people are offering. Not their fault at all. Andre Drummond gets paid a lot of money. Do I like him? No. Do I wish he was not on the Pistons? Yes. But am I going to say um, that he gets paid too much? I would have to say from the standpoint of they gave him it. We shouldn't blame Andre Drummond for making that much money. It's the organization's fault for giving him that money. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, and and like very like arrogantly and like put offishly, like he was passionate about this. Athletes get paid way, way too much. In the United States of America, why we are one of the power, most powerful and wealthiest countries in the whole entire world. 
is because you get what you generate for the most part. And there is no cap as to what you can generate. So obviously, and oh, and he had like, my man had like two earrings in in one ear, like smoking on a vape pen. This man was also like talk, like he wasn't a homie to the homie. And my man was also like being like kind of abrasive a little bit and like kind of talking shit. And like. You're a guest in the house of a dude that you don't even know. And, like, you should just be in the background, you know? But, like, I left before the end of the night, but my man was playing, like, pool or whatever. And he was, like, kind of talking shit. And, like, you could just tell that people were just like, yo, who is this cat? Like, shut up. Wrinkle shirt boy. Take your friend. Stop at Meyer, Get an iron. And then go home. But yeah, I immediately hit up my boy, hit up Kev. Or Kev, I tweeted out and Kev hit me up. And he was just like, he basically said like, I'm one of the, one of his friends that I could, he could always trust to dress appropriately to the function. And I 100% agree with that. I'll show up on a tennis court with like a tennis t-shirt looking like a professional tennis player like what's a tennis brand besides like nike like some tennis brand that i never ever would wear unless i play tennis i have so many clothes that could fit any situation at any time any group of people doesn't matter i think ever since i was young i always could dress too the crowd that I was going to. I can dress hipster if it's a hipster crowd. I can dress street if it's a street crowd. I can dress with a shoe and t- suit and tie. I can dress normal with like a polo shirt. I can I look like Tiger Woods when I golf. I look like Kobe Bryant when I hoop. Doesn't matter. And one thing you'll never find me do is wear a wrinkled shirt. To the function. But anyway. Moving on. So last night it was Toronto versus the Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. And and it went into double overtime. And I saw a stat today on Twitter. Where um, it said that. Out of the 41 possessions that Kawhi guarded Giannis, or Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 41 possessions, Giannis scored 4 points, he was 2 for 12, 0 for 3 from 3, 1 assist, 2 turnovers. Giannis will probably be the MVP, and Kawhi Leonard will lock anybody up in the whole entire NBA. Oh. And he's going to put 30 on you. And in this playoffs, it's more than 30. How is he not the best player in the world? He has to be. You can talk about offensive stats all you want. 
all you want. Kevin Durant, I would say, is a better offensive player than Kawhi Leonard. And that's it, taking nothing away from Kawhi Leonard. Just the way, how, how, just because Kevin Durant's seven foot will shoot over you, and basically if you miss, it's his fault. You didn't do anything to him. And the way he can score, he's a lot more fluid, and he's better, like, pull-up jump shot. Kawhi's very good at doing what he can do and not being stopped. Like, he doesn't really have that much variety in his game. It's very old man game, kind of. But KD will bust you in multiple, multiple ways. So for me, Kevin Durant is a better offensive player. But not by a lot. Kawhi will give you 30 and lock up the MVP of the league. And don't forget, he locked up LeBron James in the NBA Finals. Prime LeBron James in the NBA Finals. Just went to South Beach, about to win one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, whatever championship LeBron James locked him up. Averaged like 17 in the series. Dwayne Wade averaged 34 in that series. But LeBron, did, when LeBron loses, he doesn't have help. Did he have help that series? I'll wait. Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the world. Can't tell me nothing. But actually, I didn't even get to watch that game. I just watched highlights afterwards and like on Twitter a little bit because I was watching Game of Thrones last night, Sunday night. And um, it was the season finale, and a lot of people are going crazy about it. And uh, my feelings on it is like it makes sense. Um, Bran is the was the best choice to be the king obviously he's the most intelligent he can go back to the future he knows everything way more knowledgeable way more even keeled no ego just wants to do what's right or do what destiny destiny tells him is right he's obviously the best one to be the king I like how now they vote for everything. That's a good thing. Instead of it's a lineage thing. The one thing that I didn't like and was that Jon Snow was such a good dude and he kind of got a raw deal. I feel like he, Jon Snow, probably had the hardest, hardest journey. Nicest dude, did so many good things. Everybody loves him. But he pretty much got crapped on. That's what sucked. Khaleesi died um, because of Jon Snow. But she's crazy. What do you want to do? She's crazy. She was killing people all throughout the, the series. And you're just like, yeah. Because they deserved it. You know? But that was, like, her opinion. Oh, they deserved it because it was her opinion that they deserved it. I don't know. I was okay with the ending. I mean, it didn't really, like, move me crazy. Like, it didn't make me, like, sad or happy or pumped or whatever. I was just like, meh, okay. Makes sense. That's probably right. 
But what was really cool to me was like the artistry of how the scenes were shot, the lo- shot, the long battles, the different angles they used, the the little things they did. Um, I thought were very artistic in the way it was shot and stuff like that. The colors were really cool, the dark colors with the fire and like when the um, the horse people. I don't even want to try to pronounce her name, Darth Raki, or whatever. When they went went away with their fired swords against the White Walkers, and then in the night you just saw all the the lights being turned out because they were just getting ki- killed. I thought that was super artistic and super cool. And there's a bunch of little things like that throughout the whole entire um, final series that I thought were really really sweet. So a lot of people are mad about it, like. They want had so many expectations. What's really funny is a lot of the criticisms of the first like three episodes are like, oh, they're just trying to make fans happy. Like everything's so predictable. Da, 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 da. And then by the end of it, they're just like, a lot of the things that they were saying didn't come true. Like, no, I, I don't really see anybody like after, going into this season saying that Khaleesi was going to turn bad like you didn't like a lot there's a lot of criticisms and then that word made to be false people just need to enjoy entertainment for entertainment like people get so wrapped up in it like especially with like superhero movies too like this the uh, comic book people will legit get mad because they didn't go the way that it's supposed to the comics and da 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 dude it's just entertainment man be happy be excited about it it's entertainment the action the story the the plot the message like it's just all entertainment man just be happy people get so mad and passionate about stuff that don't freaking matter man for real just sit back and enjoy it at least we had like something that would take your mind off some stuff. I'm sure a lot of people were mad or whatever. But that show was sweet. And there's going to be uh, spinoffs of it. So it'll be back and I'll watch it. <laughs> and yeah, that's the thing. People didn't like this se- the last season. But guess what? When the spinoffs come on, they're going to be back and watching again. Facts. But anyway, I hope Toronto um, wins the next game. I don't know. They took them two overtimes at the crib, and they barely won. Like It, it doesn't look good for Toronto. Giannis had a terrible game. I think Middleton had a terrible game. Bledsoe had a terrible game, and they still barely won. So I want Toronto to win, but Milwaukee looks like. I would not be surprised if they won in, what, five? Five games, four to one. They won the next game, won the next game, game time. But Kawhi's hooping, straight up. So then I was um, rolling through um, Instagram or social media or something. And something that probably a lot of people don't agree with me with, but what's up with white people and their dogs? 
once again, what is with white people and dogs? They're dogs. I was in Target the other day, and this person had their dog in a baby stroller. A dog. Why can't people just leave their dog at the crib for an hour? For 30 minutes, an hour. You know? Hey, I'm about to run up to Target. Do you need to bring the dog with the stroller to the Target? Do you need to bring the dog on a car ride and then let it sit in the car and then get back in the car? And then drive it home. Is that necessary? Really? Is it benefiting you or is it benefiting the dog? I don't know. I think it's stupid. But they brought the dog into Target in the stroller. You gotta be messed up in the head. For real. Like, something's off. Another thing that people love to do with this dog is let them lick their face. Oh, but a dog's mouth is still uh, more healthy than a human's, has less bacteria than a human's mouth. So, therefore, doesn't mean that it doesn't have bacteria. It's gross. If a human was just straight up licking another person's lips in public, like licking on their nose and freaking their... And and the person was just like, oh, kisses, kisses. And a, per- and a dude was just straight up lollipop licking his girlfriend in public. You'd be like, dude, what's wrong with you? Or if you snapped it of you using your girlfriend's head as an ice cream cone. And you're snapping it. That's not cute. That's not cool. Stop. You know? That's gross. It's an animal. It licks its butt. And you let it lick your lips. And you think it's cute. That's me scratching my head, by the way. Head scratcher. I also went... Rachel and I went down to the Donut uh, Fest. Donut Fest in Detroit. And this girl went to the Donut Fest and she brought her little dog in a little purse carrying case. Yo, leave your dogs at home. You don't need to be around a dog 24-7. Be around your friends without the dog. You're going to be gone for a max two hours. You can't. Put your dog, like, let it roam the house a little bit. You don't have, like, a little backyard where they can just roam for a couple hours. They're probably just going to lay down and nap anyway. Do you need to bring your dog in a carrying case everywhere you go? Like, that's messed up in the head. Like, you have, like, rela- like relationship issues. Like, not 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 just romantic, maybe, but, like, personal friendship issues like if you can't leave your dog for two seconds man what are you doing 
leave your dogs at home. Now, if you're going to be gone for like four hours, like eight hours, six hours, yeah, that's not cool. But like you're running up to the store, you know. I can't leave my dog at home. I'll miss it too much. Oh, my dog loves rides. Oh, he loves rides. I'm just going to bring him along and let him sit in the hot car while I'm in the in the Target. Or I'm going to get the, the stroller and then he's going to... Come on, dude. It's not that serious. Leave the dog. At home. Hey, go to a park. You know? Storm back? Nah. Go to the park? Take your dog to the park. Want it, want it to get out of the house? Take it to a park. You know? Take it on a trail. Let it do actually something fun. Go play fetch in the park. Go let it sniff other dogs' butts. Let it do something fun. Not riding in the car. Stick its head out the window. Watch you go walk into Target while it's in there. Let it bark at everybody that goes by. And then take it home. People are weird, man. And then your their cars are all like have dog hair everywhere. It's all dirty. They never vacuum it, never clean it. It's gross. You ever get into a car where you know they have pets? It's messed up. It's not tight. It's messed up. I was also, um, last thing, um, I listen to a lot of, like, conversations and podcasts and stuff, and sometimes I read books and, like, take a little things from her when I watch movies or shows, I'll, I'll write down, like, quotes of what people have said in those or something that strikes me, and it's kind of why I wanted to do a podcast because I listened to so many podcasts and I love conversation. I've always listened to like, before there was podcasts, I would just YouTube uh, conversations, like interviews of like some of my people I looked up to, like Pharrell, um, Charles Gambino, I think is super interesting, um, Muhammad Ali, Kobe Bryant, Anybody that was like super successful, I kind of just watch interviews of them. And then obviously podcasts came around and got bigger and then I started listening to those. But I was always liked conversation um, of people. Because for me, no disrespect, but the everybody that's around me, um, you know, aren't really... Um, I don't know how I can say this in the nicest way, but I want to take pieces from like the upper echelons, the 1% that lived out their dream and is in the best in their field. And I was always interested in like, okay, how do they think? What got them there? What made them successful? Things like that. And one of the things that I wrote down this week was um, no one wants you to be fake no one wants you to be real and that that idea is something that I've thought about for a long time 
and thought of and I haven't put it that well. But you see all the time that people don't want you to be fake and that it's such a negative idea of being fake to people. Especially with like uh, some of my homegirls that I have over the years or just listening in on conversations. Oh my God, she's so fake. Girls are so fake. Like, you know you've heard that. Um, but at the same time, no one wants you to be real with them. They A lot of times, like I say, the truth hurts. So they don't want you to be fake. They don't you want, want to be real with them. They don't want the blunt truth that will hurt their feelings. But then again, they don't want you to be fake and lie to them. So what do you do? What do people want? It's so interesting to me. What do people want you to be? They want you to just be politically correct. They they do they just want the it's gonna be okay talk. Like it's so weird to me. Like I think that the one of the things that um, I've definitely lost some friends. Um, I've gained some respect with a lot of people. A lot of people come to me for advice about things because they know that I'll be 100% give them the real that I feel. I'll give them my truth. And if that hurts their feelings, it hurts their feelings. I think that a lot of people are super insecure and they don't want to face it. How many times do you go into a conversation and um, they people bring it back to them all the time. You can make a general declaration, an extremely general declaration. You can just be discussing ideas. And the, the first thing they're going to say is bring it back to them. Uh, for instance, let's say um, uh, guy... Guys like to get their hands dirty. Or guys guys like to rough house. Kids like to guys like to rough house and then the guy be like, Well, I don't rough house. I'm not talking about you. We're playing numbers here. Yes, they're gonna be it's not gonna be a hundred percent. Or like, uh, guys and girls can't be friends. Well I have a guy that's a friend. Oh, okay. Let me know in five years. <laughs> Wait until one of you get a significant other. See how long that friendship lasts. <laughs> Percentage-wise says that it does not work out. Now, is it possible? Yes. But percent. if I'm going to the casino, my ideas are this. Most of my ideas. If I'm going to the casino and I have everything that my life is worth in one chip. And I have two choices. One that's 75% about to win or 25% about to win. Which one are you going to put your chip on? Me, personally, I'll put on the 75%. And if I'm wrong, could I take it back? Like, would you, if you had the choice again, 75 wins, 25%? Simple math. Simple probability.
when I discuss ideas with people, it's hard to, it's hard to discuss ideas with people with, with that without people getting offended because they bring it back to themselves because they are insecure. I think that in America, the two underlying problems with people not being happy and what's wrong with our society is one, insecurity, and two, jealousy. I think that a lot of people's views are motivated by those two things. People that have more than us, we want them to have less. And your own insecurities are always brought up when people are discussing ideas because you're insecure about them and you're thinking about them. You got to change it. You got to change it. You got to stop being, you got to start being happy for people. This dude's a millionaire. He started a small business. Good for him, man. Who put in the long hours. Yes, some people are shady. Once again, the percentages. But you know what? He made some smart decisions when it comes to business. Now, ethically, no. But in some way, he was smart. He gamed the system. Was it his fault? No. Change the system. People need to stop being so insecure, man. And people that look to eliminate insecurities by looking out outside things, you'll never find it. You'll never find it. The way that you eliminate insecurities is from you and your own ideas about yourself. It has nothing to do with any other people. Nothing. When you st- And stop blaming people for your insecurities. Your insecurities is no one else's responsibility besides yourselves. That's how I feel. If you don't like... If you don't like your body in any single way, go work out. Eat better. Work out, eat better. It's the mental game. And it's hard. Yes, it's harder for other people than some. Genetics do play a point. But genetics will fall when it comes to that, to health and fitness, for the most part. Once again, chip in the casino. For the most part, most of anybody that ever would ever listen to this, if you diet and exercise, you will get what you want when it comes to the way that your body looks. Six-pack abs, all of it. It is possible. But you got to get out of your own mental way and do it. Stop blaming and looking for excuses to be lazy and not do anything. Stop getting mad at people for your insecurities and your failures due to your insecurities. 
You got to start taking responsibility for your life and what you do. I think that's the one thing that frustrate, frustrates me more than anything is the mental game. When people just shut down because something bad happens. Hey, stop thinking that's okay. Stop making jokes about it because it's not funny. It's sad. Watching someone fail is not funny to me. Making jokes at yourself because you're basic or normal is not sweet. Do something outside the box. Do something that makes you happy. Do something that's cool. Do what makes you happy unless it's hurting yourself. That's one thing too, is that people always say like, I'm just, I'm just going to do what makes me happy. Coke makes people look very happy. But should we let them do that? No. I don't think so. Now some people may disagree. That's okay. I don't think people should be self-detrimental. If you're being self-detrimental and it's making you happy, doesn't mean I have to say it's okay. doesn't mean I have to agree with it. You're free to do whatever you want with your life, but doesn't make it right. In a bad situation, you have two choices. Be self-detrimental or get better. It's always your choice. It's always your power. Give yourself power and make a choice. Ever since high school, people have come into me about advice, about situations in their lives, about things that they have done, and it's I've simplified it. You have two choices. Get better or get worse. Something bad happens, a lot of people go to the bottle. A lot of people go to self-medication in whatever way. That's self-detrimental. Now, if you want to take part in those things to just, you know, just relax as a social setting, just, you know, just a little something, that's fine. But when you're doing it for the reason of, I'm sad, something went bad, blah, 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 it's still self-detrimental. You're still hurting yourself. Are there good components to some things that you do? Just because something has one good pro one good property doesn't mean that you disregard the other five bad properties to it, if that makes any sense, if you get what I, my drift. These are all things that I've just, I always think about. And uh, kind of why I wanted to do a podcast, just because, you know, I always have, not a lot of people know me. Um... I stay pretty friendly with people. I'm not very confrontational, kind of quiet when around people that I don't know. And people that do know me just know me joking around. They don't know, like, I'm always thinking, always deep thought, always thinking about concepts. I, I love studying people, um, predicting people. I'm usually pretty good. It's, it's usually pretty simple to me, um, judging character for me um, and if you bring and if you come into the function with a wrinkled shirt um, it's pretty simple not sweet 
Bye. I'm out of here. Done with my rant. Um, I'm going to try to do a podcast every week, for sure, every Tuesday. A lot of big things are happening in my life right now. Um, um, trying to make something, trying to build something, trying to make moves. Uh, try not to be, stay comfortable in a situation. I'm always trying to grow, try to get better. Um, try to be a better person. Um, but, um, probably can discuss that at a later time as far as what's going on, um, in my life. A lot of good things, a lot of good things. Um, I can't really think of many things that are, are bad, honestly. Uh, I've told a lot of my friends right now, I haven't been this happy in a long time. Um, just content. I feel like there's no weight on me. I'm just living. Um, I'm constantly busy, constantly making clothes or music or making content, taking pictures, making videos with Rachel, um, being creative, um, working out a ton. Uh, probably lost around 15, 20 pounds in the last um, two months, two and a half months. Um, before that, I was trying to gain weight and build muscle. Um, and then I kind of just try to lose all the weight, kind of do it quietly. Um, recently I've been just trying to post some, some fitness pictures once I've done the work already. Um, and, uh, me and Rachel are trying to get some fitness sponsors. So that's mostly why, but, um, it's been great because Rachel has, um, gone to the gym with me. She's the one that wanted to go to the gym and I was just like, okay, I can help you out. And through that, um, she's getting a lot stronger. I'm getting a lot stronger. I'm teaching her a lot. Um, she's enjoying it. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of in it together. Like I said, I, I haven't been this happy in a long time. There's really nothing hanging over my head. So, um, but like I said, every single day I'm, I'm re trying to go get something, trying to get better, try to reach a goal. And I think that's one big reason why. Um, and I'm, and I, you know, I do what I like to do. I'm not scared to um, look stupid in front of people. I want my ideas to go out there. That's why I'm doing the podcast. I might sound completely dumb right now, but this feels good. So hopefully I can uh, do this every week, every Tuesday. I'm going to try to do every Tuesday and Saturday. This last Saturday, I, I was too busy to do it. But for sure, at least once a week, um, try to do twice a week. Uh, try to get more... Um, people in here to talk to, um, whether it be Rachel, Kev, anybody. Um, but yeah, um, I'm out of here. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Pulling, pushing, scratching, fighting guns out. You ready for war soon as the sun's down. I think that we should just take it slow. Stay your friend